Welcome to Mostly Mindful for teens and tweens, hosted by Dominique Sullivan of the Zen Librarian. Blending science and spirituality in innovative ways that make sense in our modern world. Thank you for spending time with me today as we break down mindfulness, tell a few stories, and practice a few new skills. Worried about being judged. And welcome to today's episode. Friendships are super tricky and being judged from others is a serious worry and sometimes it can turn into a bit of a phobia or a fear or a giant stress. You know, a lot of uh, teens and tweens, they have a hard time getting up in front of other people and presenting or um, telling their friend that it's not okay what they did. You know, standing up for yourself takes a ton of vulnerability and courage, and that takes a lot of guts. So today we're really going to talk about um, what do we do when we're worried about being judged from others, and we're just going to talk about a little bit of friendship stuff in the mindful zone. So how do we mindfully approach relationships and connection with others? So the first thing I always say in this zone is that friendships are just like dating, You're going to grow with every relationship and not every relationship is going to grow with you. So looking at the situation in a mindful way, we always think we always hold on to things that serve us and we let go of things that are no longer good or healthy for us. Because being mindful and being compassionate doesn't mean that you always say, oh, I'm going to just take care of myself and you can walk all over me. There are two parts of being well or being compassionate. One is called yin. And that's the side where you take care of yourself. Like, oh my goodness, I've had such a such a bad day. I'm going to go have a hot bath. I'm going to go make myself a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Or, you know, the ways that we take care of ourselves. I'm going to go ride my bike. I'm going to take lots of deep breath in. But there's also this yang side. It's a fierce side, like a mother bear kind of way. And sometimes we need to draw boundaries and say, you know what, you are not good for me. This situation isn't good for me. I need to let this go. This is no longer serving me. And sometimes we have to be fierce in our courage and also to protect ourselves. So being mindful, being compassionate means both being soft, yin, and yang saying, get the heck out of here. You're bothering me. Like you're really being a jerk. And so you have to be able to find that space inside yourself and find that courage to be able to give yourself soothing moments and also to move forward and to see, well, when do I need to tell this person to back up and draw a boundary? And that's something what we do in the mindful communities. We need to sit with what is, right? And often we talk about the betrayals in life. Um, In friendships, sometimes friendships move on. Uh, I had somebody write to me and explain that their friend had gone to a different school uh, based on uh, a talent that they had. And I just want to take a moment and respond to this email because I hear you. It feels like a betrayal, like your friend has moved on or left you behind or doesn't really think about you, right? And that hurts. It sucks. So when we sit with these uncomfortable feelings... And, you know, we, we have to give ourselves yin first because, ooh, it hurts, right? So you take a moment, you're like, oh, this is a moment of suffering. This really hurts right now. My friends seem to have moved on and I feel like I left behind. 
And then we want to tell ourselves compassionately, like, you know what? Friendships are like dating and not every friendship is going to grow. And sometimes our friendships are in for a short time and there's a pause and they come back. And sometimes they're not with us for a long time. And we have to come to terms sometimes with these changes in relationships. And sometimes that's part of life. What I would say to the person who emailed me this question is, is that it's way harder to be left behind when your friend moves to another town or another place or another uh, school. It's new, it's exciting, it's fresh, right? And you're at home looking at the same walls. And I just want to take a moment when you're the person left behind in a friendship, it, it hurts a little bit more and there's a little bit more, you know, quote unquote work to do there. Um, but sit with what is. Just because this has happened to you, your friend has moved to a different place, does not mean that you are a bad person. It doesn't mean that it's a reflection of you. Sometimes friendships are like puzzle pieces, and sometimes the puzzle pieces don't quite fit. And it's not your fault. It's not their fault. It just is. And as we grow, we have to go through uncomfortable situations where we have to figure out, does this person serve me? Do they truly love me? Is this what a good friendship looks like? And sometimes the answer is yes, and you need to be courageous and ask them to hang out with you more. And sometimes the answer is no. And then you got to ask yourself if, if they're not serving you or helping you move forward. Sometimes we choose friendships because we want to belong, not because they're good for you, right? Because you just want somebody to call you up and hang out, but are they really good for you? And these are difficult questions, absolutely. And just know that you're going to have different people come and go into your life. I want you to kind of think about friendships like a subway and you're starting at the very start of the line and you got on obviously on the first stop and then different people are going to come on and off the subway and not all of them are going to stay with you for the full length of the line. And that's okay because each person that comes into your life helps you grow teaches you a lesson, some good, some wonderful, some amazing, some painful. And this is the, the spectrum of life. And sometimes we think that having big feelings means there's something wrong. No, it means you're human. And learning to sit with what is and learning to sit with uncomfortableness. And this is why self-compassion is such an important piece because it wraps around your difficulty. It lets you sit there with it in a different way. And sometimes we think about the one person who gave us like a stink eye or made the little sassy comment on the side and just kind of whispered something that you caught. You know, you don't have to be friends with every person in your life. And that's okay. The goal is not to be liked by everyone. It's to be, it's to be liked by who you are. It's to like yourself. And if you think about some of the people that we want to be liked by, they're not always the people we want to become. So if you do have somebody in your life that you are like, you know what, I find this person really interesting. The worst part is, is you have to take that step forward and ask them to hang out um, and you have to be vulnerable and they can turn you down just like when you ask for a first date and they say no, <laughs> right? Friendships are the same way. You have to step out and be vulnerable. And 
I can tell you time and time again, I have been so lucky that I have stepped out and like, I literally have gone up to people and say, I find you fascinating. Do you want to hang out? And I just find sometimes when I'm vulnerable like that, the rewards are so great. And sometimes I'm telling you, it doesn't work out. And I feel the pain of betrayal. And I feel the pain of shame and all the things that come and the pain of disconnection. But on the flip side, I have the pain or sorry, I shouldn't say the pain is the joy of connection. I have so many people in my life that I feel truly loved and blessed. Like I am grateful, but these friendships are cultivated like a garden. All right. So if you're thinking you have somebody in your life that you want to reach out to that you're kind of nervous about, the best advice I would give is meet in a third location, which is kind of easy during a pandemic because you can't really go inside someone's house. Because if you ask someone over to your house, it's kind of like you're going right in the lion's den. You know what I mean? But if you're like, hey, easy breezy, do you want to meet at the beach or do you want to go hang out and walk in the forest or whatever? You're meeting in a neutral third location. And to me, that has been my success is I find someone interesting. I kind of want to test out the water in the friendship zone. And I just say, hey, you want to, you know, meet at the pool? Do you want to like hike this mountain with me? Um, And I find that to be the easiest thing because it's in a third location. It's pretty easy to bail if things go totally sideways. And um, yeah, and sometimes you may make an amazing connection that will last you your whole life and they'll get on the subway with you and like totally 100% be there. The other big piece I would say is um, you don't need a million friends. You need a couple of great friends. I find deeper connections and fewer to be so much more satisfying than lots of a little bit. So think about the depth of your friendships. Another betrayal I just want to mention is when your friend tells your secrets or betrays your confidence or the classic, you know, my best friend and my ex-boyfriend are dating, that kind of thing. So betrayal is going to look different for everyone. Sometimes it's when you, somebody tells your secrets or betrays your confidence. Sometimes it's in action. Sometimes it's in words. Sometimes it's just feeling like your friend doesn't see you. And all of these things are hard. But unfortunately, you know, these are things that are part of life. You have to deal with them as an adult. And so I would look at these situations as you, people who are dealing with difficulty and worried about judgment and worried about friendships, my big advice is everyone feels this way. You are so not alone. Sit with your hurt feelings and and tell yourself, you know what? I'm doing the best I can. Not everyone's going to be with me my whole life. Friendships like dating. I'm a good person. And sometimes people around you are not behaving the way they should. And be courageous. Let them go when you need to. And then reach out when you need to, right? Be vulnerable when you want to make more connection. And that's where I feel really missing right now is I miss my connection with my community and my friends and like loneliness is is part of it. And then there's fear when I'm around others. So, you know, things are hard. We're going to do a meditation after this that is going to help you just feel connected and just to remind yourself how like totally awesome you are and that you're doing the best you can and to not let your worry mind get ahead of you. 
If you think people are looking at you all the time, I can tell you, <laughs> they are so full with their own garbage and their own like craziness that's going on in their mind that they're not looking at you. They don't have time for you. So there's a great quote that says, right? What other people think of you is none of your business, right? Because it really isn't. Your job is to be an awesome you. It's to be not a copy of somebody else, not to be this person who fades away in the background and doesn't speak their truth and doesn't behave the way their heart needs to be. Be courageous, be yourself. And in this time, loving yourself is one of the most, pardon the front, badass thing you can do. I would totally recommend just being absolutely compassionate with yourself when your friendship absolutely hits the skids. It hurts. It's a breakup. But ask yourself, what does it mean to be a good friend? And does this person hold that standard? Be courageous to let them go or be courageous and reach forward and stay connected. Right? The goal here is to really think about, uh, there's a really awesome Buddhist word. It's called mudita. Isn't that such a good word? Mudita. It means spontaneous joy for other. This is the hardest type of joy you have. Because you know when your friend gets um, like a better placement on, this, on the team and you both tried out for it, for example, turning to your friend and saying, I'm so happy for you without jealousy, whoo, that takes work. That's hard, right? So having spontaneous joy for other is the highest order or like the purest kind of joy. And it takes work because you have to like yourself to be able to be joyous and happy for other. So as we bring ourselves compassion, we kind of solidify who we are, that we're a good person. And when we feel that, then we can spread it out to others and we can feel more connected to others rather than feeling more isolated and lonely. And, and friendships are a little bit easier when we come at it from this angle, right? What other people think of you is none of your business. Always remembering that I am enough, just as you are. You do not need to change for anybody. You don't need to do anything. You are perfect as you are, just because you were born. You are deserving of wonderful and friendships who love you and who are able to have mudita for you when you have success. Do your friends look at you and say, I'm so joyous for you. I'm so happy for you. Because to me, that's what a really good friend is. Is they're there with me in my ups and my downs. And all the messiness in between, right? Warts and all. But know from the deepest place in yourself that you are worthy of love, that you are enough. And sometimes your friends cannot meet you in the same place. Take the time to grieve and ask yourself, is this person serving you? And if the answer is yes, reach out, grasp them, be vulnerable, you know, but if they're not open the hand, let them go and love yourself even more. 
Thank you for joining me. And uh, again, the meditation for this, for that social anxiety, that worriness about being judged, we're just going to kind of fill you up with enoughness in the next meditation. Thanks for joining me today. And we'll talk soon.